0: Welcome to the Gateways Beyond Cyprus podcast featuring weekly teaching from our Discipleship Training School. For more information, please visit us online at gbcy.org. We don't want to have a skewed view of how and what you are in the way that you work. We want our eyes to be opened. We want, Lord, our hearts to be open. We want our ears to be open. We want to be teachable. We want to be childlike. We want to be able to receive. And no matter what age we are, we want to be able to receive what you are doing. We want fresh dew every morning. We want freshness every day. We want fresh oil. We don't want to try to keep it for ourselves. We want to give away everything that you've freely given to us. We want to give it away. The bread? Yeah, I'm just thinking just as I'm praying this scene comes back to me where I was on the island of Loganoff in Haiti. I was 19 years old, 20 years old, and uh, uh, right in there. And, and these this Norwegian and American missionary women, they fixed our lunch. And they charged us not to give away our lunch. But there we are on an island with the children with the bloated bellies and the hair of malnutrition. And these children are watching us eat. Talk about, not taking, about taking away your appetite. And we had like a whole group sitting around watching us eat our lunch. I did, and finally, it's more of the boys just kind of went away. This one boy that had obvious favor on his life, he stayed. We thought, oh man, we'll be able to slip him a piece of cake and the others won't see. They gave a big piece of cake. Expected to see him go run behind something and eat it all himself. But the first thing he did is he called for every one of his friends to all come back, and he started piecing out every part of that cake to every one of his friends. And so, what I want to say with that is just: given, it shall be given. Just keep giving. Just keep losing your life so you can find it. Just keep giving. And I, 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 I say it like a Texan a double dog dare you to try to outgive God. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for the greatness of the love wherewith you have loved us. We thank you for your might and power. We thank you that we know that your ear is tuned to our heart. And you can hear the faintest cry of our heart. You can hear what no one else hears. You can reveal yourself. We ask you for our community, that the unveiling of our eyes and the unfolding of the manifold wisdom. We pray for Norman Christine, every leader. We pray, Lord, just for an understanding of these times. We pray for your wisdom that is so easily treated comes with meekness. Thank you, Father. I pray for everyone who has war in their heart. I pray, Jesus, that you would stand with them as the Prince of Peace. And you would proclaim peace to everyone who feels like they're far off. And you are never far from any one of us because in you we live and we move. We have our being. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you. Thank you, God. Ezekiel thirty seven Ezekiel was a priest. He had been carried into captivity. He had witnessed genocide. He had seen what Lamentations speaks of as precious sons and daughters of Zion falling in the streets because of a lack of bread. He had seen the corruption, the wickedness, the king's... And somehow, he was a survivor. Somehow, he made it through all that bloodshed and carnage. And Ezekiel opens in chapter 1 where all these captives are sitting by the river Chabar And he says, I was with them. We see such identification. There's the opioid epidemic in the States. We're seeing the ravages of the sexual revolution that was initiated in the 60's. And what One generation experiences in moderation, the next in excess. We're seeing a soul on everything that's true, righteous, and valuable. I tell people strongly I'm not praying for Jesus to return. It's one prayer I will not pray. I do pray this prayer. Give us more time. Please give us more time to reach a lost generation. He came into a place of identification. You could say he became an intercessor, that he stood between the living and the dead. That he was pleading on the behalf of another, that he was representing heaven as a captive in a foreign land. And God begins to take him in the spirit, God begins to catch him up into the heavenly realm. I tell you this, if you're ever caught up in the heavenly realm, it'll ruin you for this earth. You will never be the same. Lord, I ask for this school. That it will be a school of heavenly encounter. That it will be a school where in their night dreams and revelations and visions will come. That will rock their world and rock this world because of it. So we see, I'll read it. Chapter 37, verse 1, And the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out into the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in a valley, and it was full of bones. Then He caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Surely, I will cause breath to come inside of you. Hey! I will cause breath to come inside of you, enter you, and you shall live. That made me feel good. (laughs) I will put sinews, on you and bring flesh upon you. I will cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. We see first of all that the hand of the Lord came on Ezekiel. Or you could say the Spirit of the Lord came upon Ezekiel. It's the same thing in the the Scriptures. How many want to see the mighty hand of God moving upon your life? Resting upon your life. The hand that holds this world in every universe on your life. You look at Samson. You look at the different deliverers. Gideon. Others, all of a sudden you see them not really doing much until the hand of the Lord came on them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. How many want to say, Lord, let, put your hand on my life? Let your hand rest on my life. Thank you, Lord. The hand of the Lord came upon me. You know, Ezekiel's about to touch and change a nation. But he can't do it in his own strength. Just like you and I, we can't do anything apart from him. Appreciate your enthusiasm right now. Apart from him, we can do nothing. You don't have to answer this question. Except maybe in your heart. Anyone here afraid to let God's hand move upon you? What would that look like? What, What will my friends think if I... Start getting fanatical. What will happen to your friends if you don't? God wants to raise up deliverers. God wants there to be clear voices. God wants there to be people that say, follow me as I follow Christ. The trumpet blow an uncertain sound who then shall prepare himself. If you're not certain, you don't have to worry about leading anybody. Get it inside of you now that there's a greater purpose for your life. That this great God who has a great grace and a great love, wants to use us all to change this world. To set captives free. To open prison doors. To repair ruined cities. To say to the dead, live! Well, that felt good. The hand of the Lord came upon me. Then he brought me out. He brought me out. He saved me. What did he bring us out of? Aren't you glad he brought you out? I'm mean, glad you're here right now in living color. Hallelujah. High definition. We have been brought out. Our values are now different. What's important is shifting inside of us. We're not living for ourselves. We're living for Jesus. Our life no longer belongs to us. He is making us and helping us to become ambassadors for Messiah. Ambassadors for Christ. That our life could be as it were a heavenly embassy here on this earth. Exactly one week ago, I preached two services. All kinds of wonderful things happen. And this couple wanting to bless us takes us out to a pizzeria in Napoli. Mamma mia. And there's a karaoke night in this. And there's this, all this kind of sexual, like, drunken stuff going on. And I've just come from a glory meeting. Meetings? I'm just sitting there smiling. And the karaoke lady who's drunk comes and hands me the microphone. (laughs) But I don't, like, do Italian very good. I could have said, pizza, pizza, ravioli, uh, spaghetti, (laughs) arrivederci. I just felt not to do it. But if I, if I had another chance at the mic, you know what I would have done? Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I thought, man, I miss that moment. So all this stuff's going on, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to the hotel. But I'm, these people, you know, they bought us this meal, and I'm going to make the most of trying to enjoy this situation. So I'm just sitting there smiling and go out to the car. Oh, first, a a couple, a young couple comes over to me who had actually been at the meeting, and we were about 45 minutes away from that meeting place or more. They come and said, oh, we were in that meeting. We were so blessed. So I prayed blessing for them right there. And then I go and I get to the car. And I'm I'm sitting in the car and I'm really ready to go to the hotel still, you know? It's late. And another young couple, I hear them talking to the driver and then he's, he tells me what they were saying. Uh, they saw you and they saw the light in your eyes and asked me to ask you if you would... Pronounced a blessing over them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't have to share four spiritual laws with them. There was something that God wanted to do in them, and they were drawn to the light. Thank Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He brought me out beloved every one of us has a story of what he's brought us out of or what he is bringing us out of amen amen he set me down sit down listen take time don't do all the talking. You can pray, pray a simple prayer. Lord, would you speak to me? Would you cause me to know and hear your voice and see what he does? And try this. Have an ongoing conversation with him all day long. Try it. From your heart. Oh, that's a good wow, that's a good job on the sunrise today, Father. Try it. See what happens. He set me down. Then he caused me to pass by all of these dead, dry bones. Ezekiel was a priest. So, the way stated in the Mosaic Law is if you touched anything dead, you were unclean the rest of the day. And then you had to go through ceremonial cleansing. Can you imagine being a priest and being taken in open vision into a valley of dry bones? Let's consider the word dry. Dry. When, when Jesus was speaking about the man that was full of demons and, and how the house was cleansed, where, where did the, the demonic go to? They went to dry places. And they were out in dry places And they said, you know, we don't like this dry place. Let's go back to where we left. And they found the house clean and everything accessible but not filled. And so they went right back in. I just want to declare this right now. Out! In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we pray every demonic influence out now. In Jesus' name. We drive out devils with the finger of God. In Jesus' name. Thank You, Father. He brought him out and then set him down. Here is this valley of dry bones. And God begins to speak to Ezekiel, the remedy. God is going to use Ezekiel as his catalyst. I keep using that word tonight. I want to ask again, how many want to be a catalyst for the kingdom of God? How many want to be catalytic in Revival to see God flowing through you where rough places become smooth narrow places become open and God's way comes runs through your life thank you father then he caused me to pass by all of them then he asked me can these bones live can Switzerland live? Can Argentina live? Can Deutschland live? Can, can Great Britain, can England live? Can the States live? Can France live? Can Israel live? Can Cyprus live? Any other nations that we're missing? Poland, yes, I forgot. Can What? Poland, yeah. Holland. Poland, Holland. And my ears are not the same. Can, can Holland live? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Can your generation live? Look in their eyes. Look at the hollowness, the emptiness. Look at the slavery. Look in their eyes and see the slavery in their eyes. Hear their hearts, not their whatever words. Hear their heart, it screams. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name. I pray that You would begin to cause us, to bring us, and to move us with what moves You. God ask Him and declares, I want You to prophesy. I want You to speak My Word I want You to proclaim My words. To proclaim what My heart is like. I want You to speak on My behalf. I want You to stand on My behalf. I want to take You into places that You would not have gone of Your own choice. I want to carry You into places. I want You to be an advocate with Me for the salvation of this world. I want you to become the answer to the prayers that you've been praying. Prophesy. God's desire is that all may prophesy. That went over so well, I just want to say it again. God's desire is that all may prophesy? I remember little Cedar. I had I'd been in Switzerland with the Swiss, the inventors of the clock. The meeting was supposed to finish at nine, ja, yeah. nine, nine, ja. Yeah. At 10 o'clock, things were still busting out. So I go over to Bedeck. I said, Bedeck, what do you want me to do? Give them an opportunity to go home. I said, people, there's no one holding you here. If you need to go, go. No one moved. It was after midnight on a Thursday night in Switzerland (laughs) before people started going home. The next morning... I was so tired from the night before, worship just started, and I said, Lord, I'm tired. I don't want to have to facilitate this meeting. Put your anointing on someone else. (laughs) When I said that, I felt the anointing come from behind me. So I turned, and there's little Cedar. She was, what, four years old at the time? I think she was four years old. She's right behind me. I said, Cedar, (laughs) come here, baby. (laughs) I don't want you to feel any pressure. (laughs) I only want you to do what God tells you to do. And I just turned her loose. And that little four-year-old girl proceeded to go to every adult in that room and prophesy the secrets of their hearts. And those adults were laid out, some for hours, wailing and weeping because the secrets of the heart were released through a little child. I remember with Kobe, how old was he? Two or three? He was three years old. In the old worship room, I could feel the call on his life. I could feel the heart of the Father, the investment, the unique DNA in Kobe, Jacob. And I, I just took him in my arms. And I taught him how to release the anointing. And, and so I just had, I just point, you know, basically, get Sisu. <laughs> and he would lay his head, you, were, you guys witnessed this. Everybody just went down like a sack of potatoes. Bam bam students into students it was so fun. Thank you, Father. You think, well, you know, maybe maybe if I just, uh, you know, I get really mature and I just say this, we are maturing into childlikeness. And just Lose religious sophistication and just be converted, become like a child, and believe that God wants to use you. Yes, you. Thank you, Father. Prophesy. Would to God that all of my servants were prophets. You look at the ones who prophesied. Some of them were so timid. Some of them discounted their life as God visits them and said, I'm the least of my tribe. I'm the least of this clan. I'm the least of the least. And God raised them up as deliverers. God loves to choose foolish things and weak things and base things to confound mighty things so at the end of the day Jesus gets all the glory thank you lord finally god ask him son of man can these bones live can they live Can your generation live? Yeah, it's like the walking dead. Look in their eyes. Look in. Lord, I ask that you would give us eyes to see the way you see people. I ask you that you will make us uncomfortable to just like live out an insulated, isolated life. We ask You, Father, that we would see them the way You see them, that we would hear their cries the way that You hear their cries. That You could raise us up. God sees. God knows. He declared to Hagar, as Ishmael was is about, she thought to die there in the wilderness. God revealed Himself to her as the God who sees me, and the God that saw her sees every one of us right now. His eyes run to and fro across this earth to show Himself mighty in behalf whose heart is towards Him. Ezekiel became God's answer for national revival. Lord, I thank you for Remy. I thank you. Can France live? Can Marseille live? Can the Rhone Valley live again? Lord, I thank you right now for your answer. You're answering the cry of generations. You're answering ancient covenants made with you by the people of the land. And whenever a people would covenant with you, you would raise up deliverers for them. And I thank you for Remy and his family and those that will go with him. I thank you for deliverance, Lord, that will be released through them. And the dry bones shall live again. And the body shall come together. Your body shall come together and not be dislocated any longer. Can you believe that there is something more for your life? Can Egypt live? Can you believe That the God that took Ezekiel in vision can take you in open vision. That the Almighty God who looks down and sees every one of us say, all of a sudden Prophesy. Prophesy. And that He promises. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live. Thank you, Father. Where'd Abby go? Would you go to the keyboard? Abby, Noah. Yeah, sorry. Man, I'm having more trouble with names this round than ever before. My God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come from the four winds and blow over us, Spirit of the Lord. Come and blow over this beloved island of Cyprus. Come wind of God come breath of heaven come Ruach Kadosh come 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 into every graveyard come into every place that is dead or about to die come come wind of God come breath of heaven come come into every place where through violation or hurtful word curses things died inside of us come come into those places with your breath that we might live again That we might live in your sight. Jesus, you you came that you might give us not just life, but you came to give us abundant life. Let us never settle for a mediocre life. Let us never settle for just get by with life. We pray for abundance right now. Abundance. Abundance.